0: ESPN Lafayette. ESPN Lafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app.
1: Everybody in the state of Louisiana going to sleep a winner tonight. Because everybody eating their red beans, whole squad on the red beans, whole team on the red beans. The queen might have died. But tradition didn't. It lives forever. Greatest tradition in the world.
0: That is Devin Snow from his Behind the Beans from episode 122, I believe, of uh, the Red Beans and Rice. Greatest tradition in the world and uh, first time guest on this show. Happy to have him on. From New Orleans, Devin Snow joins us. Good morning, Devin. How are we feeling?
1: Feeling great, baby. It's Friday. Um, you know, hopefully uh, we can finally start winning some bets because you know I don't really know many people that have been winning bets. So maybe this Friday is is the turnaround for everything. But uh, it's a pleasure and an honor to be on.
0: Well, let's let's before we get we get into the bets, let's um, some of our audience that might not know you. Um, you know, I just, I, I discovered you online, like a lot of people seeing your, your weekly uh, red beans and rice day vi- videos and your reviews. But, you know, I, I know you got a little help behind the scenes, no doubt, but you've kind of carved some, you've kind of carved out a niche for yourself. You've, you've started to build this little red beans and rice empire. And I guess little and empire is an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. It's gotten bigger. It's getting bigger. You do write about sports for a blog, but. Tell our audience a little bit about you and um you know and what you do and why you're you're pretty popular on social media these days
1: yeah man um it, it it's been like a four year journey you know um so a, a lot of people are just noticing me on the internet, and that's just kind of how it works, but you know um I think the reason why everybody is is catching on quick is just because I've been pounding my craft for four years, so before I was even doing r b and day you know I was doing my show, uh, you know, just talking on the mic, uh, you know, doing, dip, trying different skits, uh, writing blogs, you know, really just doing anything uh, to get my name out there. Uh, and then finally, at last, you know, after 100, I think it was like probably close to 100 RBNR days in a row, uh, it finally caught on to where it started getting a lot of traction kind of all at once, and that's really just in the past year. But, you know, I come from the car business I worked uh, at Lamarck Ford for five years. I was a manager. When I left there, they couldn't believe it. They didn't understand it. They were like, dude, hey, look, you know, we have no idea what you're about to go do, but, you know, we believe in you. (laughs) It was just like one of those things. And, uh, yeah, man, that was in February 2020, and ever since then I've been doing this full-time, you know, worked worked for free for, for a long time, worked for free for a long time until I finally, you know, caught my rhythm here in the last year. And it's uh, you know, I will go to the grocery store and people see me and call me the Red Bean Man. You know, red my, bean my name, yeah, my name's Devin, dude, but like uh, nobody knows that. Now, I, people call me John, the Red Bean Man, hold the mayo, snow like John. You know, I, and, and, I heard and, it and all. with
0: respect, I'm sure some people call you M.F. or and those that may not get the reference, you got to watch his show. Um, but uh, and I say that respectfully, but I'm sure you hear that
1: everywhere like look at this. Mm-mm. I mean, oh, I Oh, they drive yeah, they driving by in cars yelling out the window. Look at this MF and I'm like <laughs> I'm like this is beautiful.
0: Well, you <laughs> yeah. look. I mean, you know, you you you've got an impact that's that's spanning beyond NOLA. Like I said, we one of our listeners he called, I think he he might have just tweeted, he was like, "Man, it's just a coincidence, but I I didn't know you were going to have him on this morning and I'm at work wearing my shirt that I bought from him that, you know, on the back says, look at this mf and it's got the, you know, it's got the logo and everything. So, uh, yeah, he's selling merch, supporting them, and, you know, I, I respect anybody that goes out there and, and carves out a niche for themselves. Now, you used to be in the car business, Devin, so this, this question, well, shoot, you know what? I, I've screwed up the segue. I forgot to ask you, because you're a first-time guest, what is your favorite Beastie Boys song of all time?
1: That's tough, man, and it's really only between two, but and and I guess they the, the two most popular ones. But it's got to be the sabotage or, or fight for your right. You know, anytime I hear "fight for your right," I still get amped up. You know, just the beginning of the song. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Get fired up! I love that. Yeah, it, it, see,
0: it, it still plays. It still plays. Yeah. I mean, it's old, but it still plays.
1: Yeah, but it hits, man. Like like you know, if you if you got a gathering of even just like. Four or five people, man. It's like all five of those people, even if they don't know the Beastie Boys, they're going to be like, okay, all right, you know. So, I, look, much respect to the Beastie Boys, man, the pioneers of a lot.
0: No question, man. Uh, Hall of Famers and that song they made as a joke. It was ironic, and then it turned into, you know, a battle cry for generations of uh, partygoers. Really, yeah. So you 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 were in the uh, the car business. So, like, what – what head coach to you in the NFL right now, or even college, I mean, any any let's say any football coach, which one do you look at and you're like, you know what, that else would be a car, Like, it would work.
1: Okay. Um, well, I don't know. I, I guess the first name that comes to my mind, he's not even active no more. But it's a coach that I always watched, I always uh, followed, and it, it's got to be Jim Moore. And not Jim Moore, Jim, Jim Moore. Uh, just because... His style was so, first of all, funny, comical. um, But, you know, he was more like the people I know. And, 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 you know, I'm from St. Bernard Parish. Man, people loved Jim Moore when I was growing up. He was just – I don't know, man. There's something about him, bro. He's different. I've never really seen nobody like him since. Um, So that would be the first answer. As far as active coaches, shoot, man. That's tough, man, because it's definitely not like, you know, Dennis Allen or anything no. like that. Uh, I'm into those old-school coaches, bro, you know? Like, I I remember when Dicker, uh, you know, was doing his antics with the Saints in the late 90s, back when we had guys like Kerry Collins at quarterback and stuff. So I'm more into old-school guys.
0: As far as former Saints coaches go, I do love Jim Mora. I can't stand Mike Dicker. Um, yeah. And, and Mora just – there There's something about being able to like call out someone in like a very sort of relentless way, and it's still yeah. it's still kind of like in a weird way funny and charming. Like when Dickie did it, it was like, dude, you just you just being a you just you suck, right? Like yeah, stop, yeah, like you're, no, no. you're trying to be a bully. And more, a, you know, he, Buford Jordan, this former player, was on like a open access channel in New Orleans years ago, and they were talking, and he wasn't on the Saints anymore, but he's talking about some of their problems. And Moore just calls into the show, and he's like, I'm hearing you guys. This makes me want to puke. This is pathetic. And I'm like, what kind of coach would do that? Well, Jim Moore, we have a clip that we play occasionally when I start just, you know, spouting stuff that the listeners think is BS of Jim Moore.
1: Who said that? Scott. Scott. (laughs) Tell Scott he's full of I mean,
0: yeah. I, I, I love Jim. I love Jim. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. Uh,
1: he was so transparent, man. Like, and, and and if you were a reporter back then, and you had to, you, you were waiting on Jim Moore to walk up, man. You had to be shaking in your pants because, like, he was going to call you out for whatever you said. Uh, you know, it was it was going to happen.
0: If you said something dumb, he was going to let you hear it. You weren't going to get away oh, with it.
1: I, and, yeah, and, people, they used to ask him, hey, man, you know, what are you going to do with this guy, you know, being injured? And and he would just <laughs> he would just straight up tell him, man, like, that's why we got backups, you know? Like, what did you think I was going to say?
0: And and he wouldn't back down. There's an old clip, I think it's Hap Gladi, where he's, you know, cursing and he's like, what do you mean not meaningful football? That's the dumbest bleeping thing ever. He's like, well, you know yeah. what I mean. And he, or that one, the, the famous Moore clip where he's like, you think you know but you don't know and you never will. The follow-up to it is a reporter that's like, well, you know, explain it. Like, do you, how would you tell us if we didn't know? He's like, I'll tell you this, you'll never know. Like he wouldn't buckle yeah. to any of their like follow-ups and was just there was nobody like the great Jim Mora. Uh Devin Snow's our guest uh on Twitter at Snow Like John. Hold the mayo. Go check out the uh the daily blog. So you know, uh, talking some betting here, you know, I the Rage occasions, Louisiana Rage, they're 2-0. They're an 11-point yep. favorite. They have the longest win streak in Division one football at 15 games. In games, they've been favored by double digits. I think they've won 29 in a row. Now, those aren't covers. Those are just straight-up wins. Right. But I feel like giving you this question, you might be biased because they're playing they're playing rice, and I mean, that's part of your thing. I mean, red beans and rice, you, <laughs> you know, the, the rice is key. I know people focus on the red beans, but the wrong rice can screw up any, any bowl of red beans and rice or gumbo. So uh, let's start it off with this. Cajuns are minus 11. That's a big spread on the road for a team that, uh, you know, lost a lot from a season ago. So wh- how are you feeling this one?
1: Well, I mean, uh, rice is, to me, and I'm talking about the, the team, um, that's got to be one of the worst teams in, in, in the country you know um i i would think that Lafayette handles business there easily uh i have taken Lafayette the last two weeks on the cover. I don't think they covered last week. I'm pretty sure they didn't uh could be wrong on that, but I know the first week they handled business um I'm gonna definitely look at that game hard you know i, I think that that should be almost a no brainer um especially what a what a program is today you know they they've made they've made a lot of strides bro.
0: I know the Rage of Cajun fans. They don't like they don't like being referred to as Lafayette, though. They,
1: they yeah, That's, well, that's, that's
0: one. In, that's a school in Pennsylvania is what they're going to tell you. I'm
1: just laughing. well. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that actually last week for the first time. The Leopards, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Every now <laughs> and then, that? like uh, like uh, I won't name it, but like a brand store around here, like a chain, will obviously not know what they're doing, and then you walk in, not a locally owned place, and they'll have like Lafayette Leopard shirts, and it's like you don't you don't know what's you don't know they
1: did cover uh, so so UL did cover last week oh, in yeah. Eastern Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah they, my
0: bad. They covered by a lot. Yeah, they covered. Yeah, and might. then they
1: and then I took them. I took them that first week with Southeastern too. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I I got no reason to think that they they shouldn't cover versus Rice.
0: All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's talk about LSU, who is at home, and they are an underdog, betting underdog anyway, at home to a, a team coached by Mike Leach. The Tigers are plus two and a half against the Bulldogs. I know you're a Tiger fan. Um, how you how you feeling this from a betting standpoint?
1: I, I'm going to take the the plus two and a half, um, and and may even look at the money line uh, as well. Just because, man, like the main thing for me is LSU can't lose this game. And I know we said that about the Florida State game. Um, I know a lot of people said that LSU cannot lose this game. You know, I I don't care if Bad Bryant is is coaching. Uh, Mississippi State it doesn't matter you have to win this game right Um, because you're about to play a bunch of games that you know you're gonna have to win too Mississippi State first conference game you gotta take care of business man Brian Kelly you gotta do it bro I don't know how you're gonna do it uh, but I did see a lot of you look man Jaden Daniels is it I I really do think he is Um, so I think as the as the season continues man um, we're gonna see more and more from him and uh, I, I think that they, they win. I, I don't think that they, they just cover. I think that they win too.
0: Devin Snow, our guest, hold the Mayo at snow, like John on Twitter, the saints, Devin plus two and a half, half. They're home underdogs to a team that, you know, in the regular season they've owned um, even Tampa's coach and players are like, yeah, it's not really a rivalry. I mean, we gotta, we gotta win a little more right. to call it that their fans, you know, they're insecure. They can't figure out that the saints rivals the Falcons, but as far as this game goes, man. I mean, it, Saints won last week. They didn't cover. They won, but they looked awfully rusty. How are you feeling about this matchup?
1: Nobody's covering now. You know, like look at last night, real quick. Like look at last night, uh, uh, Kansas City. You, you could. I, I would have put a million dollars on Kansas City covering at one point in that game. You know, third quarter. Um, they After still the pick found, six, yeah, they, yeah, they. Still found a way somehow. Like I almost, almost couldn't even believe it. Like when, when, when the clock hit zero in the fourth quarter, and I saw that that was a three-point game. I was like, oh wait, that just happened. They didn't. Kansas City didn't cover. Nobody's covering. Um, so I don't know, man. But the, the, as far as the Saints, I, I think that time they play the Bucks, uh, the worst fan base in the world. They're just such. Uh, in oblivion but you know when they play the Bucks, uh, I think that they always got the advantage why because I don't care who it is, is it Tom Brady whoever if you're sitting in the in the, in the pocket like that the Saints that, that's the that's the quarterbacks that they pray to face right uh, the Saints don't want to deal with a dude running out the pocket running the option you know what may have you but the ones that just sit like that man we're gonna get there Right, and I think that's why we've been so successful against the Bucks as of late because we've been getting on Brady.
0: The Saints prefer to play Tom Brady than Jalen Hurts. Someone that doesn't follow this team would say that's crazy. Anyone that follows the Saints knows that's
1: true. I mean, it's it's facts. Um, I mean, yeah, and then I mean, so the only thing you really need to take care of is you need to take care of of Fournette on the ground, which they usually do pretty good. Uh, You know, last week was the first time you really saw the Saints give up 100 yards on on the ground, and I don't even know how long.
0: Well, it's 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 any it's any anybody except the Eagles. The Eagles like the last yeah. two times they played them rushed for over 100, no one else did. And so Atlanta, so it was a little concerning but you know it was week 1, right? How much right. do you how much do you take from it? Um, you know, if the Saints I'm with you, Devin. If they get it, it really if they get pressure on Brady, if they get pressure with say they didn't get last week, but if they get pressure with the D-line you know they win this game, and if they win, obviously they cover because it's plus two and a half. But Saints are um, getting points at home, and I'm anxious for this one at noon. What what is what is the perfect? I mean, I know you're known for red beans and rice, but like, what in your opinion is the perfect game day food?
1: Uh I got I got to I mean, wings. You know, if you can get some some, whether you make them on your own or you go get them from somewhere, I love me some 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 fire wings. Uh, just, you know, sitting in front of the TV, eating some wings. Uh, if I'm out and about, like I'm going to the game Sunday, um, you know, really, I got to say, anything, anything coming off the grill, uh, you're walking around, you're drinking, you're buzzed up, man, I'll eat hot dogs, uh, hamburgers, uh, you know, chicken wings, what, what, whatever you got, um, and then I save the red beans for Monday. You know, it's the perfect uh, after-game day tradition. Right there, man. That's that. It, it doesn't get any. Look, man. The feeling that I had over my body, on Monday, after the Saints won the first game of the year, and then able to eat red beans the next day, I've never felt like such a winner, man. It was it was just a beautiful feeling.
0: What was that the 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 baby snack box? Is what it was,
1: dude. Yeah, I, that's and I I love places like that. You know, serve it out of a window. You you, you don't even go inside. Uh, you, you just sweat your face off. Until your food comes, and then you just take it all in. And they had snowballs, uh, fresh squeezed lemonade, um, everything, bro. If I lived next to the baby snack box, I'd be three hundred pounds.
0: It it, it it. When I watch your videos, I get hungry. I mean, that's the bottom line. And when I used to live in New Orleans years ago, I would. Uh, there were a number of like gas stations that sold some po'boys. That that was where I would go. Now in Lafayette, we have some great po'boy spots and. There is some good gas station food as well, but there are so many spots in New Orleans that if it's not a gas station, it's it's a place like Baby Snack Box, where right. if you discover it, now, how do you, I mean, how many places, so you've, you've repeated once or twice, but how many different places have you gone to to eat red beans and rice in the greater New Orleans area over the last few years?
1: A hundred, uh, so with the exception of three, and I remember them like yesterday, you know, it was Hurricane Ida, I had to make them over a fire. Uh, in my backyard, you know, so, I mean, nobody was open, and nobody had lights or whatever, right? So I had to make them with some sticks and a fire in my backyard. I went to Blue Oak twice, and then I went to uh, Tracy's twice. But other than that, every, every place has been a different spot. Uh, probably 115 of them have been all in the city of New Orleans. Uh, the rest of them were, like, in, you know, Kenner, Mattery, uh, you know, what may have you. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy to think. Cause I remember when I was at like number 20 and people were like, man, you're going to run out of spots. And I haven't heard from them people since, you know, like it's, it's, I'm going to wake up on Monday morning. I never know what I have planned. I just look at it then, uh, just like I did with baby snack box. And, uh, once I find the gym, man, I go straight to it.
0: I mean, you, you did want the bowling alley in Harahan, which was yeah. which was class. I mean, but then the beans are kind of like, the, they, you know, it's what you expected them to taste like from a bowling alley, you
1: know. Was, I mean, yeah, right when I walked in there, you know, I don't know what it looked like in 1962, but I felt like I was in 1962 when I walked in that place, man. It was, dude, you ain't never seen so many senior citizen athletes. Than, than on a just a Monday during a day uh, at Colonial Lanes Bowling Alley in Harrahan.
0: When they break out like the glove, you yeah. know what I mean. It's like they they they'll slowly walk over to the bowling alley. I mean to the to the to the, whatever you call the thing that shoots the balls out, and they'll pick it up, and then suddenly they're just like lean and spry for about five seconds. They get this twist off of the like glove and then they're just you know they're strolling back i'm like how do they how does how does one master this art
1: but yeah and, and when as soon as you see those gloves i know exactly what you're talking about those like wrist gloves or whatever Yeah, dude, dude right when i walked in i saw them on everybody and i was like okay these guys i was like this ain't like they just came here today and they come every now and then like they pack in house every day and, and they, they rolling these balls
0: HTM htmSports.com. If you want to read more about his stops along the way and uh, some other stuff, Devin Snow is our guest. What, uh, what, what? In your mind, is the biggest key to making sure it's a good red beans and rice?
1: Uh, well, you got so so. I I think the main thing is, man, is I I, I love a good hock, right? Okay. So you got to throw a hock in there. I know some people, they don't even really think about the hock. You got to throw like a a torpedo ham hock in there, uh, some type of different meat, you know, pickled meat, whatever may have you. Um, And and I think that that's where your flavor comes from. And you never want to make this stuff too buttery. If there's one type of red beans, I I just can't stand a lot of the colonial lanes. uh, It's like buttery red beans. I'll never understand that. You know, there's a reason why they got red beans. And there's a reason why they got butter beans. Both are great. But they, they they very different, and they and 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 there shouldn't be too much butter in, in red beans, in my opinion.
0: What what are your thoughts on on white beans and sausage?
1: I like white beans. I used to buy white beans at the car dealership all the time. They had the, this guy, the Pie Man, who I went and uh-huh. seen recently.
0: What do you take yeah. a look at this? Yeah, I remember that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he uh, legend. He would bring by you know everything in the back of his truck, but you know he had some really good white beans. I like them. Um, I just think that red beans will always have, you know, that, that more kick, uh, that more flavor obviously. And uh red beans are the original tradition, man. I, I don't care what anybody says. That is that is the greatest tradition in the world.
0: Yep. Yeah. And uh for those, you know, it, it dates back to New Orleans and the leftover ham and the laundry and all that stuff, but it is it is a tradition. And I'll be honest, Devin, like I I was I'm kind of red beans and rice were always okay for me. But then, man, when I started watching your videos, I guess, last spring, it made me start wanting to eat more red beans and rice. Like, it did. And we just been cooking it more, and then, like, it's one of the few things, like, my young kids will eat. So, I don't know, man. You, your your video blogging and show and series has gotten me eating more red beans. i got to give it to you.
1: <laughs> well, I grew – you know, like many, I grew up where, you know, we'd eat red beans on Mondays, and then my, my, my family, my stepmom, my dad, like, they were the type of people where – you know they did leftovers, so man, we were eating red beans on Tuesday. You know it was, and it was almost one of those things where like I'd get home from school and I'd be like, yeah, well, you know, always ask what we eating, and my stepmom would be like, oh, we just gonna have leftover red beans. I'd be like, man, damn, you know, like kind of kind of upset, um, just because we we always we always ate it. And fa- fast forward to now, man. It's there's so much more than just the red beans, too, about it. You know, uh, look at some of this stuff that I've had on the plate, right? I've had, like, barbecue ribs, yams, yams and beans, you know, uh, potato salad Respect right next to the body. red beans. Yeah, yeah you, you know, all these things, um, these elements that can go into the plate, um, and there's just nothing like it, bro, in the country. It really isn't, man. Like, uh, a, a hot plate with red beans, a meat, uh, you know, Potato salad, respect your body, and cornbread. You can't forget the cornbread, the most essential thing of red beans and rice.
0: I feel like cornbread, so what, potato salad with gumbo or cornbread with red beans and rice, are they, are they equally as important or is is one light years above the other?
1: I like them both. Um, I would say that red beans and corn and, and you got some people that don't like that because they think it dries up the red beans, which it kind of does, but it's like, man, Cornbread, the right cornbread with red beans, man, like it's definitely a combination that you want to try. You know, I, it's
0: just, I, I feel like a sweet cornbread yeah. and then red beans that have – you got to have a kick, right? I don't want anything bland with some pepper. The mix with the spice and the sweet and you mix it together, that's that's the ticket for me anyway.
1: Yeah, man. I just love sprinkling the cornbread all over the red beans and just going to town, you know? And that's the thing with, with, with these plates, man. Every Everything is uh, – Everything can go with everything, you know. I've eaten everything with red beans. I've eaten, you know, barbecue chicken inside the red beans. I mean, just everything, any type of combination. Uh, it's just, it's all good to me.
0: Devin Snow, our guest, uh, at Snow Like John on Twitter, RBNR Day. Check it out. Follow him on social media, TikTok and Twitter, and you can check it out each week. What, um, a- a- are there any plans maybe taking the show on the road to other parts of Louisiana at some point?
1: yeah and and I kick it around and stuff it's no 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 rush for me because I'm still growing uh and and I mean that financially as well. so th- as as that as as then things get better, you know, I do want to go different places, and not just Louisiana, man, like I want to like low-key Bourdain this stuff, you know, um drop me off by the Alamo in San Antonio and just and, 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 and then I'll run the camera. I'll go find the food, you know. Things like that uh, I, I'm definitely – I want to expand and do. Um, but I'll always, you know, I'll always eat red beans somewhere on a Monday. I'm not even tripping on that ever, you know, ending. I'll just – one day I'll just be at peace with it and maybe stop filming it, but we're not even close to that.
0: Devin Snow's been our guest. All right, man, let's wrap it up. Getting back to a bet for a moment, a franchise that you and I are both fans of supported for years. I mean, I was working the cameras courtside when they moved from Charlotte back in the day and <clears> the <within throat> New Orleans Hornets. Year number one, uh, David Wesley once fell off of a rebound on top of me and almost separated my shoulder. But a lot of time following this team and, you know, hadn't been to a conference finals yet. One of only two teams in the NBA, but the mm-hmm. tide started turning last year and yep. you could feel it. You could see it. You know, being in the arena for the play in against the Spurs and the playoff against the Suns, you could you could feel it. Um, you know, my my kid loves Zion, he loves Jonas. He's he, he was wearing both jerseys yesterday, one on top of the other. Um <laughs> Pelicans are a plus plus forty for the uh Southwest division. Not not as good odds as the Mavs or the Grizzlies. Rockets Spurs are like, you know, plus five hundred. But where are you at with the Pelicans, man, you know, plus forty? To win the Southwest, I know they're not the favorite, but but how you feeling about Zion being back and the Pelicans' expectations this year?
1: Uh, I mean, look, man, I always start with when talking about Zion by saying, "Hey, just remember, this is a generational talent. I don't care how long he's been out. I don't care what's been said. You know what we had to go through. This dude is a generational talent. He's never proven." Otherwise, when he was on the court. So let's just not forget that every time Zion suited up for the Pelicans, he put up very significant numbers, right? Uh, I think it was somewhere along the lines of an average of, what was it, 27 and 10 or something like that. Uh, Zion is every – and I mean, this guy's only what? How, how old is Zion now? Tw- 22, 20? I
0: think. 21 or 22.
1: Dude, dude. I mean, throw him in the mix, there's zero chance that he's not going to make a – significant more impact than somebody like Jackson Hayes. You see what I'm saying? Like we were running Jackson Hayes sometimes at the four. Uh, uh, you, you throw Zion in there, we're going to be substantially a better team. Jonas, love Jonas. Like legit, like take Zion at the equation last year. Jonas was my favorite player. Same, same, man. Yeah.
0: I, I, My kid wanted me to – I can't grow a beard. I mean, I have one now, but he's like, yeah. he, he was like, you got to try to grow that. I'm like, it ain't going to look like that, but I'll do it because – I mean, I love Jonas. I love Jonas making fun of LeBron as well and lift the win. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't care. He just doesn't care about what the other teams think. And you need, you need a banger next to Zion. Somebody that, when things are getting nasty, can just go and throw his weight around. And those two guys. I mean, you try to play down low in the paint against those two. I mean, you're gonna be hitting the ice bath for days after that.
1: It really was a beautiful signing by by the Pelicans, man. Because I mean, dude, the impact that Jonas had in the playoffs. You know that. Jonas showed up, you know, and, 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 and look, the one thing I'd, I'd say flaw-wise about Jonas is he'll get tired, you know, to where you, get, you just got to take him out for a few minutes. Um, but, I mean, he's hilarious on the court. His, his body language is like top ten funniest dudes in the NBA. Uh, it's just like, he's, like if he's got a call against him, he's going to make a really ridiculous face. Um, but, he, man, that dude can ball. You know what I'm saying, and it's not like he's just banging down low either. Like he'll take a, a fadeaway jumper. You know, it's it's. Um, I love how Jonas plays. Bi, uh, CJ is just gonna have to shoot a little better. But I think you know having Zion on the court is gonna open that up, get him some better shots. Um, I think, I mean, I don't think it's a reach to 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 say that that the Pelicans can win the division. Um, but we're gonna know. That's the thing about the Pel's. We're gonna know within the first. Ten, fifteen, twenty games. You think though? Got-
0: I mean, like last year, we didn't. You think? You think we're gonna know through like just a couple yeah. weeks?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna have to be that way because we can't do another last year. Yeah.
0: You, what I
1: mean by that is the beginning. We can't do that no more. Even though that was great, it's nice to talk about uh, in hindsight and all that. We can't do that again, man. Yeah, no. We gotta. We got the Pels. Got to start hot.
0: Devin Snow's been our guest. Um, yeah, Gerald, your old uh, buddy, who also does lots of food videos on social media. I, I don't remember if it was you or him that put up a picture of y'all at like an old New Orleans Hornets playoff game, but that was some good stuff, man. For I mean, point is, I remember seeing that. And I'm like, all right, all right. Th- these these dudes have been they've been riding with the franchise for a while. And oh yeah. It, you know, you you had the hardcores that have been there. But it's it hadn't been a huge number. Let's be real. People have kind of come and go. There hadn't been that staying power moment. Like Chris Paul, it felt like, oh, this is staying. Didn't happen. You right. know, A D, maybe it's gonna and they fire Monty. Okay, now they sweep the Blazers. Nope. They can't re-sign anybody and he starts planning his way out before the season even starts. And it, it, it finally feels like this moment, Devin, has staying power and they just they gotta capitalize right here. They can't screw this up. They gotta strike right now because it seems like maybe for the first time since the franchise has been in NOLA, they have a chance to really make something stick and worthwhile and not just kind of give the hardcores a hope that ends up being a flash in the pan. I, I think this is legitimate, and I think we're going to be having fun with this team for a while.
1: Yeah, man, and just, I mean, it was so much fun last year, too. you know. And and, and, and the Pals got their best supporters, man. Like on Twitter, you know, Pals Twitter, uh, the, tw- the, the the Pals 12. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's just unlike any, like when, when, when the Lakers lose, it's just a great night for Pelicans fans, I mean, even if they're not even playing us. We they just, just pop you know. up in
0: the spaces and, you know, have yeah. Yeah. words in there. There's something about being tied, to to their failure, helping the Pelicans draft-wise. It, just, it makes every one of their losses even more fun.
1: It's a blessing, man. I'm I'm glad it worked out like that, to where it, we are tied in like that, and we could enjoy their uh, their lack of optimism so much.
0: All right, Devin. Before I let you run, man, let our listeners know how they can uh, check out your content.
1: I'm on Twitter. That's my mate. That's my primary platform. I tell people if you want to really kind of get to know what I, what I all what I got going on, uh, other than just red beans, I'm on Twitter at Snow Lake John J O N N. <clears throat> I'm on uh, Instagram you could just look up hold the mayo htm sports whatever uh tiktok same thing snow like john um and then i'm also man there's so many freaking platforms now man i'm on facebook uh you know but uh,
0: twitter's the main one twitter's i mean i'm on yeah. all that stuff too but i really only on a regular twitter. basis i am on
1: twitter so that same man best best app in the world uh twitter at snow like john and then i write blogs and nobody reads www.htmsports.com. sports .com. That's where I got merch, too. So. I
0: read it yesterday. I read it yesterday. But, you know, yeah, I, was, been... I was I was kind of preparing for our conversation, so I'm not going to lie. I hadn't been reading it a ton before that. I won't lie to you.
1: No, dude, that's all right, man. <laughs> like I've been saying that, that that's that been my line since 2019, man. I knew when I started writing, nobody was going to read them damn blogs.
0: Well, let's change it. HTMSports.com, everybody go check it out. Devin, man, this was awesome. This was fun. Let's, uh, let's do it again in the future.
1: Yeah, no doubt, Scott. I appreciate you, man. All right, you got
0: it. Take a look at that. Mother. Big shout out to John. That was fun, man. Dude brings it. I mean, I did have to point out, you know, you don't want to be calling him Lafayette here. It's not good. But we had some fun with it. That was good. I enjoyed it. Go check it out, man. Guy's built his own own thing. Hadn't had a company behind him. Hadn't had anything like that. Like he said, went through a couple of years of not making any money. But good to see him doing well, man. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll come back. The uh, college game day heading to Boone. What does it mean for the future of G five schools and the possibility that college game day will go there? I'll tell you next. This is the Great Scott Show, and I give you all you got. Friday on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. <laughs>
1: Everybody in the state of Louisiana going to sleep or winning the night because everybody eating their red beans, whole squad on the red beans, whole team on the red beans. The queen might have died. But tradition didn't. It lives forever. Greatest tradition in the world.